Hello and welcome to another edition of the Tag One Team Talks. Today we're going to be talking about documentation as code and linting pros. This is a three-part series. This is part one. We're going to be talking about what it is, uh, why you want to use it, and how it works. In part two, we're going to talk about the tools and what's out there, the ecosystem, and give you a sense of uh, how they all work compared to each other. In part three, we're going to talk you through a, a demo, uh, or for the folks that are watching, uh, show you the demo. So. Uh, I'm really thrilled. Uh, Lynette Miles is here with me today. Uh, she is the principal technical writer at Tag One. She brought up this topic and uh, I was so excited when I heard about it. It's super cool. Uh, I'm Michael Myers. I'm the managing director at Tag One and I will be your host today. Uh, so with that, let's get started. Lynette, welcome. Really appreciate you doing uh, a Tag Team talk. Um, what does documentation as code mean? In, in a lot of ways, it is exactly what it sounds like. It is treating your documentation the same that you would treat your code. You would use version control, you do testing, you put it through all of those same kinds of quality control peer reviews that your code does. You don't just, if, and ideally, you say ideally because there are a lot of lone writers out there who don't have that kind of a review process. But ideally, if you're working in a team, or even if you've got, you still want like it best to have a second pair of eyes on your documentation, as well as as much as, as it's important as it is with your code, because there's always that one. Hey, you know that stuff's not right. That's remained funny. Do we really do it that way? Does that make sense? So, you know, you catch not only problems with your documentation, but sometimes you catch code problems and UI problems because you got that second and third pair of eyes looking at your code or your docs. <laughs> so, I mean, if you treat them the same and, and the other part of it is if you can treat your documentation like code and it's in your repositories and you're working with it and with the same workflows and tools that your developers are using, it lowers the barrier for contribution for anybody who's used to working in the same kind of, in that kind of workflow. I have my docs on a GitHub repo. Cool. You know how to use GitHub or you, you know, whatever. It's easy for you to make a PR. You already know how to do that because you've done it with your code. Fascinating. So introduction of automation and testing essentially as it applies to, to written content um, in development, you know, automation like the CI/CD process, you, you run your code through different things like, say, security checks, style checks. Uh, often you use linters. Um, this sounds like a very uh, similar kind of thing, a, a linter for, for pros. Um, can you give us a, you know, what is a linter in general sense and, and um, how does it, you know, is there a difference between the way it works on, on code or is it literally just the same and applied to, to documentation? Um, I mean, so a linter in a lot of ways is like a syntax checker. It's, it will catch little, it will catch things like, hey, maybe this isn't the way you wanted it or, hey, this is an error or this format is wrong, those kinds of things. So like the first time I ran across it, I had no idea. Like I've heard the word linter forever. Like I'm married to a developer. I work with developers. I'm a technical writer. I work with developers all the time. And I see the word and I'm like, oh, that's nice. But whatever it is, it's not in a context that makes any sense to me. So whatever. I ignore it. Go on. Um, so there is a, a group a group called Write the Docs. 
this is a group of technical writers. They, you know, put on a conference. They have a Slack. It's all technical writers and technical content creators. Fantastically awesome people. So one day I'm sitting there. So I used to work with Amy, Amy Qualls, who, if you know Amy, Amy is fabulous. And uh, she, she was our editor. She's like, I really need something to just look for passive voice and this kind of contraction because it sucks up so much of my editing time. And I happened to flip over to the write the docs Slack that day and, and there's a test the docs channel. And one of the guys, Mike Jang, who's a writer in Portland, uh, he's one of the uh, write the docs conference organizers for Portland. He's awesome guys. He's like, does anybody use a tool besides Vail for linting for pros? And I was like, wait a minute, linting and pros. Now I need to go look this up. So I go and I look up the tool, he says, and I was like, and it, you know, this is a syntax checker for your pros and it will catch passive voice and it will look for these things. And I'm like, this is exactly what we need. And I turned it around and I handed it to Amy and I said, look at this thing. And 48 hours later, we had a full suite of tests just with the base styles and some basic stuff that we were writing that, that we needed for our particular thing. And it just because of that, we were able to cut off hours and hours of editing time because as a writer, I could look like, oh yeah, I did that wrong, I did that wrong, I did that wrong. Let me fix those really quick before even anybody else even sees it. So committing code, it, it, you know, it can reject it if you don't meet style guides and it can give you input and feedback. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I yeah. love, you know, like I, I am not a professional <laughs> writer and I, I often switch back and forth, you know, between like the passive voice and I don't even catch it, you know, like when, when I like right. read my email. And so, um, you know, this sounds like something that I could use even as someone who doesn't write professionally um, just for my emails or proposals, you know, things that I send to clients that this, um, mm -hmm. so this is hugely helpful uh, for individuals that work on their own, not just writers um, and writers that work on their own. Uh, but phenomenal for teams, it sounds like, uh, and uh, enforcing style guides. Um, you know, mm -hmm. we were talking the other day about, you know, uh, how should a headline be written? And, you know, we, we were editing a blog post. And uh, the, the cool thing about this is, you know, once we uh, agree on the style, uh, and, we, you know, our case was, Lynette, you tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. I admit it. It is, it is fun to tell people what to do. Um, once we, you know, once we agreed upon uh, the style for this, you know, then you, you can code that into your, your linter. And when you run your blog posts against this, my understanding then would be that it, it checks it against that and tells you whether or not you're meeting the, the style guide of the tag1.com blog post. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And, and if you really get into it, so like interesting, fascinating timing. Yesterday, uh, Joe Schindler actually tweeted about what they're doing at Drupalize Me. And they have like, a, like it's awesome. I just, they have it set up in a, what it sounds like they've got like a, basically they have it, the linter. So it checks all of their syntax and then they go and they actually have tests that will go through what they've written and actually test what they've written to make sure their instructions are right. So they've got like full CI for their tutorials and documentation. And I'm just like, this is awesome. I, I so. can't wait for you to, to show this in action later because I, I mean, I get it conceptually, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm having a little hard, you know, it's, it's like, I can't believe how you can automate some of these things. It's mm -hmm. fascinating that you can, that you can check for 
that kind of stuff. You know, patterns I get. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, the you know the passive voice and and what you just mentioned it seems so much more complex than what I thought would have been uh, would have been possible. Um, yeah, I mean, what the Drupalize Me folks are doing is like that is. I, I think that I really feel that is the future of documentation. That is like where they can go and fully, I'm committing this tutorial. Great. It meets all of our style guides. The instructions are correct and it will compile and it will render. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the more that you can automate, the more time you can spend writing new content. Mm-hmm. Uh, same benefits as uh, automation in the development process applied to documentation. And the really exciting thing about that is it, it, it applies to so many people on your team, you know, just mm-hmm. like, um, you know, one of the, the, the fascinating things about Drupal that makes it so powerful is things like site building, where you can take non-technical people and you can involve them in, in the website building and creation process. Uh, this uh, is a really powerful tool and approach uh, that the entire team can benefit from, uh, as well as individuals that aren't on development teams, you know, um, you know, just writers and, and, you know, you're talking about people who are sending out emails. Um, so yeah. uh, before we wrap up, um, uh, can you give me uh, just background, like, uh, you know, a, a quick insight into how this has changed, you know, your approach to writing, the benefits that you've seen from this, uh, so personally, like, I know, I, <clears throat> I know, I also have a thing about passive voice, like, it's just, it's so easy to fall into that pattern, right? Um, there was the time where I accidentally committed something not, I, I was writing a paragraph, I was writing a page, and I had trouble coming up with the opening. And it's just like the opening paragraph to introduce a page. And I'm like, okay, so you can do this thing, because why the hell not? And I committed it. I like, and I went on. I finished the page. I wrote all the rest of the documentation. I'm like, I'm gonna come back and fix this. I didn't. Totally forgot it. Committed it. Sent it on to the editor. Amy comes back to me ten minutes later with, "Are you messing with me?" And she did not use the word messing. But she's like, "What? What is? What is this?" And I was like, "I forgot to fix that line, didn't I?" Yeah. So, um, something like this is like after that, I put in tests for things like. Maybe we shouldn't use swear words in our commits. <laughs> so that you, you know, that was the only time I've ever done that, that got committed. <laughs> but it only takes one time, right? And then, you know, it's embarrassing and you look unprofessional and your company looks unprofessional. So, you know, just catching goofy stuff, even if it's just goofy stuff that you put in there to try to get yourself going, you don't want that in later. You're going to have to show <laughs> so later it, how to create a test that requires a minimum number of swear words in my emails. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I if you could do that. <laughs> we'll give it a dictionary, um, which I'd be happy to create. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a, there's actually a couple of tests, at least for the linter I'm used to using for profanity and gender and slurs and it's great. So you can do things like catch, insensitive insensitive inappropriate language because that's you know that's that's really good i think awesome well that's what we're going to talk about next uh which is you know what these tools are more specifically and how they work uh so thanks everybody for joining us for part one 
uh, of documentation as pros in LinkedIn code. Uh, coming up next, <clears throat> instead, is getting into the tools and how they work. And segment three is going to be a demo where you can see it in action. Uh, Lynette mentioned some really awesome resources. They're going to be in the show notes. Uh, so check out the posts for links to everything uh, that we talked about. Uh, please remember to upvote, subscribe, and share this to your friends. Check out past team talks at tagone.com slash tag team talks. Uh, as always, please feel free to write us. We love your input and feedback. Uh, tag team talks at tagone.com. Uh, and a huge thank you to everyone who joined us today and Lynette for, for giving us this great overview. Thank you.